Hi, everyone. Welcome to Buy the Book with Delilah. This episode is brought to you by the Stratford Film Festival, an enriching theater experience brought alive by the world's finest talents. Visit the official site at www.stratfordfilmfestival.com to book your tickets now until November 3rd. If you have tuned into this podcast previously, welcome back. We are glad to have you again. However, if you're new here, hi, hello, or good dag, as they would say in Danish. My name is Delilah Hodzik, and I'm a 27-year-old professor of English at the University of Toronto. Every Friday on this podcast, I pick a novel or play and discuss central themes, symbols, characters, or the plot of the work of literature. To listen to last week's podcast in which we discussed the decline of the American dream and the book The Great Gatsby written by Francis Scott Fitzgerald, click the link in the description below. Today, we will be discussing the play The Tragedy of Hamlet, Prince of Denmark, often referred to as Hamlet, a tragedy written by William Shakespeare sometime between 1599 and 1602. Coming up on this episode, we will go over a brief summary and discuss the central theme of appearance versus reality in the play. If you have never read Hamlet, I suggest you watch another episode of this podcast as there are many, I repeat, many spoilers ahead. In a very brief summary of the play, Hamlet is the son of King Hamlet, who was the king of Denmark. However, King Hamlet was murdered by his own brother, yes, his own brother Claudius, who made the murder look like an accident. Hamlet gets a visit from the ghost of his father, at least he appears to be the ghost of his father, and tells him that he was murdered by Claudius and that he must seek revenge for this foul and unnatural murder. Long story short, Hamlet basically spends the entire play procrastinating Claudius' murder until the very end, where he finally seeks revenge and murders Claudius, losing his own life in the process as well. As you can see, this is definitely a very happy and upbeat play. Yay! Haha, just kidding. Interestingly enough, if you've ever seen Disney's The Lion King, it was actually inspired by the play Hamlet. Now, the theme of appearance of what seems versus the reality of what is is a crucial and consistent theme that is seen all throughout the play. The dilemma of what seems versus what is is established at the very beginning of the play, and there are six characters that we will briefly talk about today that demonstrate the theme of appearance versus reality. Although there are more characters that do demonstrate appearance versus reality, for this episode we have only decided to focus on six. These six characters are King Hamlet, Claudius, Hamlet, Polonius, and Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Since we will briefly be going over the characters, in the description we have included a PDF, and on that PDF we have explained every character thoroughly and the appearance versus reality that this character demonstrates or examines throughout the play. So please feel free to take a look at that after you have finished listening to this podcast. King Hamlet is an obvious example of appearance versus reality in Hamlet. In Act 1, Hamlet, Horatio, Bernardo, and Francesco are also seen contemplating whether or not the ghost of King Hamlet is real or just an image of their imagination. In Act 1, Scene 5, when Hamlet meets the ghost of his father, or at least what appears to be the ghost of his father, the ghost says, The serpent that did sting thy father's life now wears his crown. This is an example of one of the many animal imageries in the play, but also the theme appearance versus reality. The state of Denmark, including Hamlet, were told that the King Hamlet died when he was bitten by a poisonous snake while sleeping in an orchid, while in reality he was killed by his sinister and wicked brother Claudius. Claudius is truly a snake as he is a master of hypocrisy and deceit. He appears to be a gentle, caring, and kind-hearted king, 
when in reality, Claudius is a vile and sinister character that murdered his own brother for his own benefit. In Act 1, Scene 2, while addressing the court, Claudius says, The memory be green, and that it is befitted, to bear our hearts in grief in our whole kingdom. Claudius appears to be grieving for the death of his brother, whom he appeared to love and care deeply for. In reality, this is not the case, as Claudius is the one who ended King Hamlet's life. King Claudius puts on an act for Denmark, so that the state of Denmark doesn't suspect him of murdering his own brother and unnaturally securing the crown of Denmark. In Act 3, Scene 3, Hamlet unravels the reality and reveals in his soliloquy that Claudius did murder King Hamlet. Oh, my offense is rank. It smells to heaven. It hath the primal eldest curse upon it. A brother's murder. Hamlet is seen in Act 1, Scene 5, saying that one may smile and smile and be a villain. This clearly shows that Claudius may appear to be a righteous and moral figure in society, when in reality, Claudius is the opposite. In Act 4, Scene 3, Claudius sends Hamlet to England. It appears that he has sent him to England in order to protect him from the crime that he has just committed, when in reality, he hopes that he can have him murdered in England. Claudius hopes to have Hamlet murdered as he believes Hamlet's madness and the knowledge of his father's murder poses a dangerous threat. Hamlet appears to act mad throughout the play to learn more about Claudius' intentions. In Act 1, Scene 5, Hamlet says, I perchance hereafter shall think meet, to put an antic disposition on. Hamlet puts on a show by blaming his insanity on his mother Gertrude, who married Claudius, creating a nest of incest in Denmark. Polonius believes that it appears that Hamlet has gone mad due to his love for Ophelia. In reality, Hamlet uses his madness to take advantage of the situations around him in order to gain more information. Some may argue that Hamlet is truly mad. However, many argue that this is all an act. In reality, Hamlet is very sane. Hamlet's so-called madness is unfortunately what leads to the death of Polonius. Polonius believes that Hamlet has gone mad due to his love for his daughter Ophelia. Polonius also has a son called Laertes. It appears that Polonius is a good and loving father as he gives Ophelia and Laertes wise advice before Laertes embarks on his journey to France. He gives Laertes advice that would allow him to be successful in life and make the right decisions. In reality, Polonius is a very manipulative and deceiving individual as he sends Reynaldo to France to spy on Laertes. In Act 2, Scene 1, he tells Reynaldo, You shall do marvelously wisely. Good Reynaldo, before you visit him to make inquire of his behavior. Most of the characters mentioned have done a good job of hiding the reality from the appearance, except for Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, Hamlet's friends since childhood. Although they are minor characters, they seem to be Hamlet's friends and appear to genuinely care for him and the problems he is facing. In reality, they are disloyal and false-hearted friends as they are sent as secret agents by Claudius meant to spy on Hamlet. Guildenstern says, But we both obey, and here give up ourselves in full bent to lay our service freely at your feet, to be commanded. In Act 2, Scene 2. This shows that their friendship with Hamlet is merely an illusion, and soon enough, Hamlet catches on to this and is able to counter-manipulate Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, who are both truly two fools. As we have covered a short summary of the play and briefly, briefly described appearance versus reality through six characters in the play, remember to read the PDF included as it extensively examines appearance versus reality in Hamlet. Next week, we will be reviewing the play Othello, also written by William Shakespeare, and we'll examine the theme of jealousy. Looks like that's all the time we got for today's podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and follow me on Twitter to keep up with my work. I'm Delilah Hodzik, and I will see you next Friday for Othello. Thank you. Bye.